This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Babes Listen. Today, we've got a kind of a different studio. We're doing it ourselves, which is exciting. Yeah, the training wheels have been taken off (laughs) and off we go on our big girl bike. (laughs) How are you, Jess? Uh, I'm okay. Yep, I'm okay. I had an interesting start to the week for sure. Tell us more. I mean, I I know, but tell us more. Uh, So I was teaching Tone uh, Monday 5pm and I teach that with Holly and I was actually being assessed by Nat at the time. And uh, anyway, so we're in the warm up, and Holly is actually teaching and get into a couple of squats, and I feel a crunch in my right hip at the bottom of the squat, and then I come back up, and I'm like, oh no, that's not good. Kind of tried to walk it off a little bit, and then no, it wasn't good. So, um, long story short, is I have actually injured my hip. Um, so let myself feel a bit sad about it on Monday night and then decided just to get on with kind of the process of like, um, you know, healing, healing, rehab, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, so I haven't been like teaching. I trained upper body yesterday though. I'm proud of you for training though. Well, this is a big change for me because usually what happens is I get injured and then I start thinking about a different career and obviously never ever teaching again. Yeah. And um, uh, but this this is quite different for me. So I've kind of gone. Well, what can I still do? I can still train upper body. Let me go and do that. I'm so. so I'm actually so proud of you because I thought you. you just stopped. Because when you messaged me today and you were like, I'm just gonna, I'm just not gonna do anything until next week. Mm. I was like, that's good. But mm. then, you know, that's cool mm. that you still came in and did something. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I went and trained upper body yesterday, which is um, yeah, which is which is a huge change for me. But I feel like I've grown up a little bit. <laughs> I've matured. I love it. Yep, I've matured. Um, can and, I just uh, say? Go on. Your transition out of that class was flawless. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't feel it. I just saw because I was obviously at the back. Mm meant to watch you teach but didn't end up doing that because poor thing got injured in like the the first yeah yeah yeah, like the first three moves or something Mm. and then yeah so you just kind of like trinkled out I went into the storage room with uh Serena because Serena was there as well I've never seen you in so much pain I don't think I've ever seen you in pain like this Mm. like you were kind of you were pale it Mm. was it looked so so painful Mm. and the only thing I could think of and I actually felt bad about this when I um, got on stage is okay she can't teach so someone needs to help Holly mm. you know because I Serena was with you to look after you so I was just like give me your headset mm. Mm. <laughs> and I felt kind of bad like can you give it to me and I'll, I'll no, just go no honestly you know? it was it was the best case scenario really because I was team teaching with Holly yeah so Holly then doesn't 
really react yeah she doesn't react she just kind of like she's just kind of like okay Jess is gone something's happened okay so I'll be teaching the whole class I don't really know her tracks but I'll I'll go ahead with it um Serena who is our GFM in Christchurch fitness manager um was there as well and Nat so you were both with me in the in the storeroom (laughs) so exactly that Nat goes into well Holly maybe needs someone to team teach with her so I can do that Serena was like I'll stay with Jess yeah and it was um, quite, it was flawless, it, really. Yeah, it was really. It yeah. was. If you were participating in that class, all of a sudden one of the instructors just kind of disappears stage left. Well, she just like went from blonde to brunette and a lot shorter. <laughs> 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 you know? It's, but it was like that, you know, yeah. like I just slotted in. Yeah. And yeah, then I true. kept saying to Holly. I can teach, like on the microphone, I had it on. I was like, I can teach anything you want, but I didn't know your tracks. I was just going to slot in mine and just do what I did last week. Mm. But she, like, shout out to Holly. She was incredible. Mm. Honestly, she just did everything. She did your, your tracks, hers. She, like, you couldn't even tell she didn't know the tracks. Mm. I think you know? It, yeah, and I think definitely a shout out to Holly. Yeah. It's probably also a good time to acknowledge that there is a level of professionalism that we have as group fitness instructors that probably gets a little bit overlooked because, you know, we do a very fun thing and we're all in it together and all that stuff. But, you know, the fact that I got injured and then just kind of made it look like I was checking the sound and then just kind of went off the stage. All of a sudden you've got a different instructor on stage, no big deal. You know, it kind of, and that's kind of just what we do I think there's a yeah. level of kind of like you know sort of we'll just get on with it and and make the best of it that and for some instructors especially new instructors that's their worst nightmare you know like for their team team teacher mm. to not be able to teach they left to teach the whole class that's their worst nightmare because it's like you know, like some mm. instructors really need to be prepared. So mm. honestly, big shout out to Holly. She did amazing. And she was so calm, collected. So that's why I went on because I was like, oh, my God, Holly's going to be freaking mm. out. There's no one with her, mm. you know. And for Tone actually worked really well because we do need ideally to have somebody on options. Mm. So I just did that. Mm. Yeah. Amazing teamwork, really. That's, you know, that, that's the thing. Everyone played their part. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. On that note... Sorry about your hip. I hope you get better soon because teaching without you is lame. Yeah, I hope I get better soon. I'm, I miss it already, but I have also accepted that doing a job, mm. choosing to do this, yeah. using my body as much as I do, this is a part of, unfortunately, this is the downside of demanding this of my body week in, week out. You're a new person. I know I've changed. I don't <laughs> so know funny. what has happened, seriously, but I have changed. Well, we actually talked about that because I was like, I was talking to you this week about how this is like, you know, the end of year fuckery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I didn't make this up. But anyway, so, but we were talking about how this year has actually been quite intense for the two of us. So maybe that's why you're so calm. Because you've been through so much already. Mm, Like, you've been through so much already. This is just like a little bump. By comparison, yeah, Yeah. this is kind of, this is something I can deal with. Like, let's just talk about this year. Mm -hmm. You know, you you had to, you changed jobs. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Your husband's 
job was very public mm-hmm. and going through a really tough time. Yep. So hip, you're good. No big deal. No big deal. No big like this this is something that I can I can manage, I guess. Yeah. You know, so um but same for you. That's what we were talking about was sort of like there's a lot of chat at the moment where people are feeling very, very exhausted and kind of, um, you know, just hanging out for Christmas holidays and all of that. Uh, But same for you. You know, you started this year with a wedding, then a stalker, then then your skin was, like you had no answers for what was happening with your skin. It was like out the gate bad. Yep, definitely. Um, uh, Bought a house. Yep. You know, so like really big life stuff that was happening for you at the beginning of the year. So I think for both of us, it's been one of the more challenging years that we've, we've actually both had had, Yeah. to get to the end of it. Now, I think it kind of, I don't know, like, gosh, touch wood, what else can happen? No, nothing, nothing. Don't say that. Nothing's going to happen. That does look like real wood. I Uh, think we're fine. It does, but it's got, like varnish on top. That's okay. It's still wood. <laughs> it's still wood. It's um, pretty but wood. Do you but feel it? Wood. Do you feel the end of year like burnout coming on to other people? Because obviously, sure. we're in the um, people industry. I've got clients who obviously I see like one on one every week, and I'm definitely seeing it. The thing that I've noticed is I've got so many people with COVID or that are sick. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so many this week. It feels the same as the first week the first wave of COVID is starting Omicron. to feel like that you know when when I, w- I had lots of cancellations yep. it feels <sighs> the same okay. yeah yeah okay. like people are run down immune system is low mm. I have one client who I won't name obviously but her workplace they had their work due last week 40 people 40 people tested positive from the work do. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> if that's not a super spreader, I don't know what is. Oh. Yeah. Has been in the news a little bit more recently too, this kind of spike in COVID cases and stuff. Well, I feel it. I totally feel well, it. Well, you would notice it, yeah, because if people are cancelling sessions and things because of it, then... Yeah. So do you think that's then just COVID or do you think that's kind of end of year... Just feeling exhausted from another year of of dealing with this. Hard to tell. I think a bit of both. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing to to look out for is, um, this is on a complete other note, it's just funny and I thought I should talk about it on here, uh, is look out for this time of year, people are vulnerable. (laughs) You're laughing. You know what I'm about to say. You do know. Yeah, of course. People are vulnerable with money. Right. And also, like, we're about to go on a, in a recession, aren't we? Although it doesn't look like it when you look at the pace that people are buying um, Christmas presents at. Anyway, mm. uh, and, you know, you're you're more likely, well, I am likely to, and I have, um, to be recruited for a um, multi-level marketing company. <laughs> oh, yes. Please tell us more about that. Well, it's just, it's just... Like I've been, I've been asked, honestly, I don't know how many times, so many times. And I think it's because I'm in the health industry, you know, fitness and health and Mm. generally multi-level marketing companies are to do with like appearance, right? Like selling products to help people's appearance or weight loss, um, skincare, supplements to look better or lose weight or whatever, Mm. right? So Mm. I'm probably target market, especially because I work for myself. Anyway, I get tagged. I get tagged this week 
on this Facebook post and might I add, I've already, I've already said no to the same person mm-hmm. with the same company. Mm-hmm. And I just, like it just, it just pissed me off because yes, obviously maybe I'm not, like this is, it just annoys me that they try and target vulnerable people and I don't feel vulnerable at all, but yes. Is that what pissed you off? It pisses me off because a lot of people out there um, are desperate mm. and of course they're desperate. Like times are tough, mm. you know, and right now there's Christmas holidays. We've got a lot of presents to buy. If you are doing that with your family and friends, you might be going on holiday. You might be going like for me, I'm not going to be earning money over Christmas. Mm. So, you know, of course, like if I was quite desperate and I didn't know about MLM, we should say, mm. then maybe I would be a someone that's most likely more likely to say yes or be like, oh, tell me more, like mm. quick money. Mm. And I get to do it all from home. Mm. Like, yes, please, you know, but like that pissed me off because I'm not vulnerable at all, but that's who they target. Mm. So like, for example, have you been targeted? Oh, wait, no, you've got a backstory. Jess has got a backstory. <laughs> Nat knows this. Please, um, can you please Nat, share? Nat knows this. But maybe before we get into that, okay. just if you do not know what we're talking about. Yeah, true. Just, just so I can kind of cover actually. So Nat's, Nat referred to a multi-level marketing yep. company. Um, these are businesses that involve selling products to um, family and friends usually and recruiting other people to do this same. Uh, So they can be referred to as multi-level marketing, network marketing or direct marketing businesses. Okay. So um, just quickly how they how they work, if you're not familiar with what these companies are, they sell their products or services through person-to-person sales. Uh, so that means you're directly selling to other people, maybe from your home, a customer's home or unlo- online. Um, and if you join one of these companies, you may be referred to as an independent distributor, participant or contractor. So that's kind of, that's the background of what um what these companies are but um my my backstory on this is that I have been involved with one of these companies. Uh, so that's really what but Nat like, is getting we, at. Can we put it past no, because we've talked about we've talked about you being most likely out of us or our friend group, most likely to join a cult, right? I'm usually the most likely in any room. To okay, join a well, cult. there you go. That's why yeah. I think it's hilarious yeah. that you've been part of one, and you you used to be the person <laughs> selling and recruiting other people. Oh yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm you know a high achiever, so I was all about it. I don't Push go, you. I don't Push go, you. I don't go halfway. So um, I guess so. My my experience was. Uh, I think we're network marketing. It might have been referred to. So it's almost twenty years ago now. And so, she's not in it anymore, so don't worry. No, you're not. Been a long, I've being. been a long time out of it. I think. Uh, try. I'll think about the mess as I kind of share about you know sort of how I got into it. So um, this is kind of a classic story though of how lots of people end up in these companies. So I was recruited by someone I had a huge amount of respect for and someone I really really trusted. Um, and I actually, the timing of it, because I was thinking about this, the timing of it was that 
I had, it was post the engagement breakup. So this is the relationship where uh, this guy had broken up with me like six times. And then the last time he broke up oh, with me, that one. Um, we'd been engaged. And the last time he broke up with me, I was like, do you know what? I think this is my chance to move on. Uh, so I'm going to get out of this. After um, six times. I think you said seven maybe. No, it's six. It's six. six. Okay. Yeah, six and fi- final time. Um, so, yeah, so it was, it was at quite a vulnerable kind of point in my life. At the time also I was modelling, so that's an uncertain kind of income. That, that might have been. I don't know if that was a factor for me, but it could like, have been. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Mm. You're either a contractor or you have – um, you're not employed. Mm, yeah. You know, you don't yeah. have a salary. Yeah. Yeah. You're a target. Yeah. So, and, and, and I think, and actually, I think I am quite a good target. So, it's quite a, so almost 20 years ago. So, early 20s was when this was happening. The, the kind of climate at the time, too, was that there was a, a book that was really popular called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it was all about passive income. So passive income was a very, very hot topic at this time. And what this company promised was that, um, you know, you could kind of earn with passive income. Now, I don't know if it was the company or it was kind of the sort of the, the group um, that I was involved in. Uh, you know, it was kind of all about that. So imagine that dream that, you know, you just kind of, you know, you sell some products, you recruit some other people to sell products, and then, you know, your life is kind of sorted. Who wouldn't you want can that? retire early yeah, in yeah. the next five years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was early 20s. I was looking at achieving that by the time <laughs> I was 30, for sure. Um, and, but I was in it for, oh, let me do the maths on that while I do the maths, do you have any questions? Will you say which company it is? Rhymes with Shamway. <laughs> it was Amway. It was the original. At least I went for you the classic. Think twice about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're thinking about how long you've been doing it, Maybe how long you, you, you were doing it for. Can you just give us examples of how it went? Like, did you, like, how does it go? Do you meet with people weekly and, you know, like, because you know how you, like, mm. work under somebody? Mm. And they've recruited you, so you're earning this money, but really mm. you're giving some of it to them, or you know, because it's so it's a pyramid scheme. Well, yes. So I kind of did a little bit of research on this. Thanks. Just just so that we had kind of our info correct on this. So a multi-level marketing company is legal. A pyramid scheme is not. So pyramid schemes in New Zealand are illegal, but there are some kind of differences between... Actually, I remember reading about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you want to hear about the differences? And then also I've got some red flags to know if something is a pyramid scheme, which is quite helpful. Um, I'm also not claiming that Amway is a pyramid scheme. Also, no, no, no. Just just to kind of um, make that clear. Um, So uh, multi-level marketing companies... This is what they claim you can do. You can make money in two way, in two ways. The first is that you sell products to retail customers. So say, for example, the company that I'm with, um, you know, kind of has organic vitamins. I sell them to you. I get a percentage of, you know, that cut. That's how I can make money. The other way is that you recruit people to do the same. The people that you recruit 
then become, they can be referred to in different ways, but they become your downline. So not only do I get, so you get a percentage of what you sell, but I also get a percentage. Of what they sell. Of yeah. what they sell. But so does my upline. Yeah, yeah. So so did the people that have recruited me. Yeah. So, the, you know, better to get in early with these things, by well, the way. That's, well, that's... That's the thing. That's the thing. Unless for sure. you're in it That's very the thing. early on and you're at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you probably won't make that much money. And oh, probably yeah, not. No, probably not. Maybe not. That's definitely what the research suggests is that there are not many people making, you know, <laughs> as such good anyway, money. Anyway, carry on. Um so if the um multi-level marketing company is not a pyramid scheme, it will pay you based on your sales to retail customers without having to recruit new distributors. So if this company has a massive focus on recruiting people into your downline, mm. that's a red flag because legally you should be able to earn money yeah. just by selling the product, yeah. not by needing to then recruit other people. Mm. To <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just laughing because I've been, people have tried to recruit me so so many times and not just one company and I won't name the companies because this is quite fresh yeah but so many different companies I, w- I what I want to know is because I suppose I've done some reflection on sort of like why I Did tend to fall into yeah. these sort of things why have you not Be- for me being someone who absolutely is vulnerable to something like this how have you not kind of like Good question. I think Essie is very, he's very black and white and he's, you know, like, you know him, he would, he probably made me aware of it quite early Mm -hmm. on, you know, and probably taught me quite early on. And also maybe because I was getting messages about that kind of stuff and he's like, okay, let me explain to you. And also like for a long, like for maybe just a few years ago, let's say like five or six years ago, it was kind of like a joke. You know what I mean? Like I remember Essie starting our seminars mm. saying, yeah. all right, welcome, welcome to our seminar. You've all been recruited for our MLM company, you know, like and it was just a, a joke. Some people didn't get it, but that's just, mm. you know. Um, I think I think kudos to Essie for probably making me really aware. Um, I also, I don't know, like I think – I think I've got a bit of a radar for scammers mm. and for being for getting scammed. I think I do. My mum is very vulnerable to that stuff and I remember being younger and her getting scammed and me and my brother like trying to tell her, like trying to stop her from, from buying this stuff and she was getting scammed like right there. Because back then like it wasn't done over like Instagram message. It was just like people on the street, mm. you know, because how, how did you sell your products? Uh, how did I sell the products? Because this is 20 uh, years ago. Yeah, I mean, just just kind of, um, I mean, I wasn't going door to door or anything like that because I think the group that I was involved in was very much focused on recruitment. Okay, so you were trying to recruit people. I think that yeah. was the that was the bigger focus was sort of like. But um, how did you recruit people if you didn't have, because you didn't have Facebook, Instagram? You'd have to chat to them. So you would like recruit people close to you, right? Family and friends. Yeah, 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 yep, for sure. So, um, yeah, and I remember, you know, so w- there were these meetings, um, you know, around sort of like 
um, and it was very much around how to do that and you would make a list of people that you could um, chat to and they were called like prospects. Yeah. So, you know, you'd make a list and then, you know, there was definitely a lot of kind of like pressure and expectation to, yeah. um, you know, to, to do, do kind of the spiel. You know, the spiel, the spiel around passive income, and you know all of that sort of stuff. Um, so we kind of given like a script. I don't think we were specifically given a script, but um, you know, I I didn't do too badly with this. Really? Yeah, I was pretty good at prospecting. Really? Yeah. As in, I don't. I'm not saying I was successful at all in in, in terms the of. You know, income, in term, income yeah. or anything like that. Like I bought a lot of overpriced products. That's what I will say. <laughs> um, but you know, I sort of, um, I, I, I mean, I wasn't. It wasn't too much of a big deal for me to kind of um, chat to people in that way. But it definitely got me in trouble. Got me in trouble in London. How? I were, I've told you. I told you this when we went to Akaroa. I don't so, know if you um, want to tell or not. Yeah, yeah, I'll share. So um, when so I lived in London and decided to take a break from modelling and all that, and you know get like a real job, and I ended up working <laughs> on um, reception. At, you know, kind of the receptionist at uh, Christian Dior's head office in London. Holy, that's quite a big thing. That's a big job, isn't it? Uh, Head office of Christian Dior. Yeah, I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. But, you know, like it was reception and I... Yeah, reception, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah, yeah and I ha- hated it, you know, yeah. like it was so boring. Um, but I remember, <laughs> and in London, I was going to meetings, you know, going to meetings. The Amway for, meetings. Amway meetings, yeah, yep. yeah. And, um, you know, so there was very much, like I remember a meeting and there was very much this kind of pressure to like recruit and all that sort of stuff. So I, you know, I kind of... I, I was like chatting to like people delivering goods to Christian Dior and all of that stuff, and um, like you know, because I was like, well, this is what I this is what I need to do. I need to chat to people about this and amazing you were, like, opportunity. So engrossed in it, you wanted people to just experience this amazing, amazing. opportunity. Such a <laughs> such an incredible opportunity, you know. And um, anyway, so one of those people then spoke to. Um, uh, whoever it was at at head office, and uh, yeah, I like got into a bit of trouble. A lot, kind of lost my job. I was, I think I was. Well, no, but like I think I was on sort of like I was on like a temporary contract in terms of like I was on like trial, so it was easy enough for them to get rid of me. But I remember I got it through a recruitment company, and I remember my recruitment company calling me and just being like, "What did you do? (laughs) You know, like what did you do?" And then I, yeah, you know, like people are coming up to like I don't know what what do they do, Kristen Jaw, like designers, whatever. No, it just, I, well, Clients. I don't know. This was like de- people delivering, you know, I don't delivering know. Delivering stuff. stuff. You're like, hey, yeah, I've got this amazing, amazing opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and this is the thing. I have a huge amount of um, compassion and empathy for anyone who's involved yeah. in this because that was me. And I genuinely believed in what I was doing. I genuinely believed in the opportunity that, um, you know, I was – and bringing people in, it was from such a good place. Yeah, of I course. I think that was probably the first time where I went, hold on, like this, this isn't, isn't right. such a good thing. And then it took me a while to kind of get out of it because okay. it's very, it's it, you know, kind of when you're in it, 
it, it, it can be actually quite hard to get out of it. You've invested so much time, you know, and money. Yeah. And that's kind of become a little bit of your tribe. You know, it's quite it's quite hard to actually exit yourself out. And maybe you've burnt bridges with the people you've tried to recruit. Well, th- but this is it. Also, that's the the tough thing is that coming out of it, coming out of, you know, being involved, um, you know, as like a network marketer, um, I had so much guilt about yeah. the people that I'd kind of um, recruited into it and so much shame about even being involved in it. Aww. You know, really like so much shame. But I would say um, I was quite lucky because I was then in a relationship with Greg and, you know, he was so non-judgmental about it and he was just like, you know, it's 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 not a big deal. You know, if you don't want to do it anymore, like it, it's okay. And, you know, don't don't <laughs> oh, be embarrassed Greg. about it. You know, it's just, you know, you just put this down to experience. He's very non-judgmental as my husband, yeah, so I was quite lucky yeah. in that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, I sort of, you know, it's um, – I suppose I've, I've dealt with it now. I but think it's for, awesome that you've experienced it because oh, look at you now. You can talk about it. Yeah. You know? So I, for some of you that are listening and thinking, you know, like – what's so wrong about it? You know, like why, why are they, you know what I mean? There's, do you know what, if you're, if you've done it, if you're in it and you're happy and successful and you're making the money that you thought you'd be making, then that's great. Like awesome for you. Yeah. The, the, the things that we hear and the experience that we have is it's, it's selling a dream to people who are vulnerable that's almost not possible. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like not everyone that gets into this, into MLM, ends up with the Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the few people at the top might make a good amount of money. And if you do some research on it, you'll see for yourself that it's actually, it's not actually that successful for individuals. It's successful for people at the top. The thing that bothers me, like, great, I'm sure that if the products are great, like, I'm sure they're they're fine, you know. It's not about the products. It's not even about what you're selling. The thing that bothers me is that they target vulnerable people, you know. And, for example, mothers who are at home with young kids not able to work Mm. because we don't get paid to be mothers and they quite often get recruited because they get sold this dream that they can do all of this from home while looking after Bubba and you're going to be like you're going to be setting up this incredible life for your for your child you know and then they end up you know doing what Jess did and trying to recruit everybody and trying to sell everybody and you and it gets embarrassing when you get out of it but people kind of like avoid you because you think they're going to, especially if they're aware of it, like, oh, she's into this company now. You know, like the people that I know that are in it, I like I I have it in the back of my mind that they might ask me, so I almost avoid them, you know, because I'm like, it's just annoying. Like mm. I don't want, you know what I mean? And when they persist as well, it almost gets offensive. Like, come on, babes. I don't, I don't I'm not, I'm not desperate for money right now. You know, like just move on. If it works for you, that's great. But don't try and, and recruit me. Yeah, and the the issue also is that um, the recruitment tends to happen from a personal relationship. That's like yeah. it, it's more successful the higher the trust that you have for the person that is trying to recruit you. 
you know, so in that way, what happens then is that a personal relationship is traded for a professional relationship. And I think yeah. that's when it gets that's when it gets really tricky. And I wonder for you if, you know, part of that kind of, you know, when you're sort of like offended by it, then it feels disingenuous. So you don't actually want to catch up with me yeah, because yeah. you're interested in me. You know, you you want to you want to recruit me into, you know, it's like it's a professional thing. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to recruit me. But into the this other business. thing as well is everyone that has tried to recruit me, I'm not even like friends with. Maybe the couple I'm kind of friends with, but I'm not actually that close to. You know what I mean? Like it'll be in this the classic. Like there's so many memes online that talk about like you know that person that you haven't talked to since high school. All of a sudden slides into your DMs and is like, "Hey, babe, how are you? Like I'm looking out for you, and I think you would do amazing with this. And mm. this is for you. Like I care about you. I am doing this for you. It's definitely nothing to do with me." And I've seen that you've just you've just given birth and blah 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 and you mm. might need a bit of money. This is great. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. first of all, you don't care about me. Yeah. We're not yeah. even we haven't talked since however long. You're mm. literally just talking to me because you want you want to make money off me. Mm. Like that's just 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 straight up annoying. Mm. You know? And you do end up burning bridges. And I've heard of people um burning bridges with their friends, close friends and stuff because their friends want to be really supportive so they buy lots of products and maybe get into it for them. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. And that's and that's really what the business is kind of based on yep. is, you know, sort of um, taking advantage of these um, relationships in that way. Uh, and having been someone on the other side of it, which is the person who has – um, recruited friends and family and you know all of that stuff um getting out of it yeah there's there's a huge amount of kind of um uh, just just sort of for me anyway um sort of like mm. how, how could oh my god I can't believe I did that Aww. and and also you know and the thing is that people do talk so you're then known as like, oh, you know, Jess has kind of got into this, like, <laughs> you know, kind of she's into this network marketing, whatever, you know, like if, you know, just a heads up if she, you know, kind of wants to catch up potentially, you know, that could that could be why. And that sucks, right? Like to well, be the person, like you, people are talking about you in that way. For sure. But I was, I was also given a heads up by... Um, someone associated with the person who got me into it, oh. and I didn't really it didn't really bother me bother me too much. But maybe yeah, maybe you didn't have as much knowledge in as you do now. Oh my god, know? I was I think twenty two. I like and also I, oh, like twenty two. Think, think now as well. Like there's so much more research you can do quite yeah. easily just from your yeah. smartphone. Yeah, you know. So like give yourself credit. Yeah, and I think yeah, like yeah. I you mean, couldn't just hop onto Dr. Google. No, exactly. And no regrets from that experience. No. Because the thing is, my personality, this was always going to happen. <laughs> if it didn't happen at 22 with Amway, it was going to happen with Arbon at 35. <laughs> you know, like this just, like I am... I'm that person, you know, and my friends joke about it. <laughs> and that, I just love that about you. I really do. Oh, and I just, I, I can't, I can't really help it. I like to see the, you know, kind of the opportunities. I'm pretty open-minded. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, whatever, whatever kind of I think it's a factor. great quality of yours. And I think you're definitely very, 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 very unlikely to get into one now. 
That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. Is you've learned from it. Yeah. So you've done you've done your dash, you've learned yeah. from it, you're not gonna get yeah, into another exactly. one. You're very yeah. aware. So that's so that's where there are no regrets, is that it was a fairly short time in my life. Yeah. You know, twenty two to I think about twenty three and a half, something like that. Um, you know, I went all in. And so I've experienced it. I can put that down to, um, you know, just another story to share. And I'll never, like, you know, kind of, I'm uh, really, I'm not a good target now because I've been there, done that, yeah, got yeah, the T-shirt yeah. and will God, never, never do it again. But uh, sure, yeah, tell us, the, do you have the red flags yeah, with so you? He, yeah, so here are some kind of helpful things to look out for. If someone's chatting to you about an opportunity and you're like, is this? Is this what Nat and Jess were talking about? Um, this is what you need to look out for. So promoters make extravagant promises about your earning potential. That's what you were talking about. You know, not everyone's going to have the Mercedes. Um, these promises are false. This is what my research dun, dun, says. Dun. Oh, oh, so actually so you're, you're not going to be able to retire at 30. 30. You're, you're, you're not going to, yeah. Have your? Do you remember in Acro when we got when when that group tried to recruit us? Oh my goodness, I I completely forgot. I just remembered now because you know we talked funny? about it on I, that trip. Yeah, I talked about the Christian Dior story the night before. Really? What are the chances? Because that was Friday night, and then Saturday so, night. Who? I think it was you. I got tried to get recruited. Yeah. Do I have a do I have a inmate or something? Maybe because you haven't been in it and out of it yet. Maybe You've still yeah. got. Well, anyway, so this is the backstory. We are out. So this is um, four of us girls. We're out for drinks, um, in a bar. Irrelevant. Anyway, there's this wedding party that are like dancing next to us, and I think the bar staff or someone told us, "Oh, they, these guys have just been at a wedding." Do you remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they have a really, they just had a really small and intimate wedding, you know, awesome. And um, they started talking to us, and they were quite nice to be. Well, they were nice the whole time. But anyway, <laughs> no, you, the girl tried to recruit you for Arbonne, and I tried to get I don't recruited. That. Yeah, yeah, she did. You, I remember you telling me that. The the so the bride, remember the bride yes. was talking to you. Yeah, but I don't think and she this is tried on to her recruit me. Wedding night. No, I'm sure you said something about she mentioned it and then you shut it shut it down. Maybe. I think she mentioned Arbonne to you. Uh, and like her makeup artist. Oh yes, she did. Yes, there yes you go. she did. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There you go. Jeez, what has happened to my memory? Yeah. Um, so because I remember you saying, Oh my God, and you just shut it down and I was like, Oh my god, same before another one. Mm. So this is like a wedding party of maybe like six or seven people. And this is, like, Jess is getting recruited by the bride on her wedding night. Mm. Like, are you joking? And mm. I'm getting recruited by the celebrant mm. on the on the night. So mm. he's, like, talking to me about, um, what was this, what was the, um, it wasn't passive income, but it was, like, it was, like, even bigger than that. Like, it was, like, um, what is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Basically saying that you're going to be making so much money that you'll never have to work again. Mm. Um, And, yeah, basically just – oh, sorry. Basically just saying that. And I just remember just, like, drilling him so much, just being (laughs) – just drilling into it so much to be like – Yeah, yeah, to be like, and why? And what makes you think that? And, you know, and he was just – like, and then he quite quickly, he was like, look, I think I've offended you. Like, or he said something like, I'm sorry, and I was like – don't be sorry. I'm just asking questions. You just can't answer them. 
<laughs> that's a shame. But anyway, red flags. Oh, yes, right, yeah. So so that's the first red flag. If there are these, like you said, these kind of um, promises of, um, you know, being able to live. Uh, <laughs> to live? To live without ever having to work again, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, promoters emphasise recruiting new distributors for your sales network as the real way to make money, passive income. Yeah. So you recruit people, they do the selling, and you can just sit on your ass and, yeah. you know, drive, go out and drive your Mercedes when you want. <laughs> um, so in a legitimate multi-level marketing program, you should be able to make money just by selling the product. So there shouldn't be a lot of talk about having to recruit people to do that. Um, I was also reading about how odd that is. That, okay, so let's say you're, or let's say we are, you know, kind of getting into this yep. multi-level marketing company. Yep. And uh, I'm selling the goods, right? So I'm doing really well in my business of selling, um, you know, sort of face cream, for example, Right. I then recruit you to also sell face cream. Mm -hmm. What happens to the people who have been buying from me? Maybe they buy from you now. So, so that's not a normal kind of situation to have in a company either, is that no. you then no. bring people in to compete against you. Like yeah, compete. that's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's another red flag. Um, and if someone is playing on your emotions or using high pressure sales tactics, maybe saying you'll lose the opportunity if you don't act now and discouraging you from taking the time to study the company, leave by the nearest exit. Any yes. company that tries to pressure you to join is one to avoid. And that uses, what was the first sentence that uses your, your emotions? Your emotions or like, you know, saying things like, um, if they know this person is sick in your family, you might need no, but it happens. It's, it's yeah, so sad. or maybe like I'm, I'm sure they don't all do this, but you know, you hear the worst of you, you hear the worst of stuff, right? Mm. So I'm not saying they all do this, but if they if they start to blow on your emotions and be like, look, you you know, you've just had you you've just had this baby, or you've just husband's just lost their job. This is the best opportunity for you. Like yeah, red flag. Red flag. Last red flag to look out for is um, that if you if distributors are buying more products than they want to use or can resell, uh, just to stay active in the company or to qualify for bonuses or other rewards, um, this is a red flag. So um, you shouldn't need to pay to play is mm. the point. So you shouldn't need to buy you know, kind of, I remember watching this documentary about these um, uh, company in the States that was about these kind of tights, Lulu Roll or something like that. And in order to get into it, someone had to pay a few thousand to buy the product to then sell it on, right? Right. Huge amount of money invested yeah. in actually buying the product to even get into it. So in in a in a normal company, you don't need to purchase a huge amount of just to be involved yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um so those are all the red flags are they they're the red flags so the thing is that um so long as a, a multi-level marketing company is driven by sales not by the recruitment of individuals it is legal in new zealand pyramid schemes are not good to know yeah so good there you to go. know for the listeners yeah 
the New Zealand listeners. I think the bottle, bottom line is if it's too good to be true, mm. it probably it probably is too good to be true. You know, if it sounds too good to be true. And that goes for if, most things in life. If a diet is getting sold to you that sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Mm. If, you know, like just keep that in mind and be more be critical with things that are being sold to you. If it, if it sounds like the dream and, oh, my goodness, this would answer all of my questions and – then it, then probably a big red flag. Rig flag. Not red flag. Rig flag. Yeah, if it, I think that's a good point actually. And, and also, speak. you know, kind of bringing that back to that's definitely something in fitness is this kind of over-promising, under-delivering. Yeah. You know, over-promising results that actually take a huge amount of work and a huge amount of time to achieve. If there's a kind of, a, you know, get get sort of results fast or whatever you know like if you're being promised that you can earn passive income just kind of like recruit some people sit back relax and you know you can be living the dream when actually in reality that takes people a huge amount of work and a very long time to achieve um I think you know and I know sometimes it looks like but they're doing it you know like you can see on Instagram um you know whatever, like you can see their house or whatever that they're not doing. Maybe they're going on holiday all the time. (sighs) Look into it more, you know, don't just believe what you see because a lot of stuff can be, can be shown. You can show anything you want on online and make it look like the dream or make it look like what you want it to look like. It's quite easy. There's Mm. so much out there that you can just use to your advantage. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And same goes for, like people selling diets or these like magical workout programs, but they look amazing. Yeah, but do you know that they've actually probably been a have been working out cons- constantly for the last five years? And you know what I mean. Like it's not this eight week program that got them looking the way that they do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, they, true. of course, people are going to try and show you and sell you and show all of that through their their social media. Yeah, be more critical with what you see. <laughs> critical, yeah, critical thinking. It's yeah, so is so important. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you for those red flags. Hey, you're welcome. That I think that's really helpful. And do you know what? We might lose some followers from this episode, but so be it. Because I think we will um, hopefully educate a lot of people out there with it. Because it's most more than likely that they'll get. Um, I don't know, they'll know someone or try. someone will try and recruit them and hopefully they've got better knowledge about it and got more of a instinct to do and do their own research themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, a good one to kind of um, leave on. What's on for you this weekend? Oh, yes. I am going to Queenstown with the husband. So that's exciting. And no kids. No kids, yes. So um, we are just going to go and catch up, just the two of us, which is very important when you have children. Um, (laughs) And when your husband is away. A lot for work. Yep, yep. He's been away for a while. So I think that's been quite helpful kind of having this to look forward to. Otherwise what happens is um, he comes back and he's kind of like, oh, you're not making time for me. And I'm like, 
I, this is my I got life. A life too. Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is my life. And also, um, just having kids too. When he comes back, uh, you know, he's super dad, so he's super focused on the kids. Aww. And uh, so, I think it's always important for us to schedule out time where it's just the two of us, because otherwise, he, you know, he very much is focused on being the best dad, particularly when he's been away. Mm. And you know, I can end up kind of feeling like, "Hi there." I'm Hello. here too. Yeah. Hello. And then he's like, you don't make time for me. And I'm like, oh. You don't see I me. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta live. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Uh, what about yourself? I've got quite a lot on, actually. Oh. Yeah. I've got lots on. I've got, uh, we, every end of year we do like either brunch or something for our boot camps. Ooh. So we're doing that Saturday and Sunday. So we're kind of splitting the group. Wow. Just because otherwise it's too many people yeah yeah uh and then i've got like a barbecue and then i've got a birthday party on sunday for a two-year-old which is adorable yeah (laughs) so yeah so there's a lot on and like that's actually quite a good message to give out um there's going to be a lot on for the next few weeks and the next few weekends so be okay with just putting time out for just yourself and cancelling things yeah you know like it's 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 the end of year, if <laughs> uh, maybe that can be next week's podcast. Actually, is yeah, how, how to take care of yourself during this crazy time. crazy crazy old season, and um, yeah, how to how to stay healthy and well during yeah. what can be a very demanding time, great time, but demanding time for lots of different reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, and be prepared to be around people right now who are probably at their, you know, at their very limit. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people, I don't feel that way at the moment. And I don't think you feel that way. No. But, you know, be prepared to that. Some people are definitely on there. They're just hanging out for the holiday. And mm. if they lose their shit at you, it's not because they hate you. Maybe it's because they need some time out. Yeah. <laughs> they need a holiday. Be kind to yourself. Be kind. And to others. To others. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think this was a great potty. Do you know what? We've actually talked about doing this topic a few times over Nat the last year. Loves that I've been in one of these. I companies. just think it's such a yeah. I think it's such a great thing to share. But also, every time I get, I get me a message. I'm like, oh my goodness, this would be such a good topic. But every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, I know I'll be offending so many people because I've never like spoken out on my Instagram or anything and been like, stop messaging me. You know, like. Don't. So I think, yeah, it will offend some people, but I think it will help a lot of people as well because there's so many companies out there. There's a lot. The dream, the MLM. On that note, any last words, Jessica Feek? Uh, nope. You I always think that's get letters at the end. <laughs> I do. I don't know why. Real awkward at the very start and the very end. You are, and you're really like loosey-goosey in the middle. Yeah, yeah, that's where I thrive, in the depths. <laughs> okay, I'll just close off. Have a great uh, week because you'll hear this hopefully on Monday. And see you next time. Bye. <laughs>